Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Hello again, and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Parents, this episode of Kids Bible Stories is sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible Translation and the brand new Explore Bible for Kids. If you are searching for a high-quality kids Bible, this is it. This would be a great Christmas gift. I know it's wild to say that, but it'll be here before you know it. It would make a good gift for your kids, nieces, or nephews. Check it out at lifeway.com. And if you purchase, use the code KBS to get 50% off. Today's story is called From Water to Wine. And this comes from John chapter 2, verses 2 through 11. In our last two episodes, we heard that Andrew, Peter, and Philip began to follow Jesus. They learned from him, asked questions, and went everywhere with him. Well, two days passed, and they received an invitation. What do you think they've been invited to? Say it out loud. A birthday party. Good guess, but that's not it. It was an invitation for a wedding. Two people in love were getting married in the town of Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother, Jesus, and his followers were all invited to the wedding. Shout out his mom's name if you know it. Mary. That's right. The wedding was a beautiful celebration. Lavender and flowers lined the tables, filling the air with sweet smells. People joyfully danced and laughed together, while others lined the long tables, sitting to feast with friends and family. What kinds of foods would you want to eat at a wedding? Anything you wish for. Say it out loud. Mmm, that sounds good. I would like a giant bowl of creamy chocolate pudding with whipped cream. Well, the wedding was going as planned, which is good because weddings are a big deal. They were expensive and were like a status symbol, which means you cared what others thought of your wedding because it affected how they thought about you and your family. It was a big deal and a lot of pressure. Everyone was enjoying the celebration, but soon there was a problem. They ran out of wine. Empty? Already? Well, did you check the other room? Oh yes, I did, and there was nothing. Oh, unbelievable. 
What are we going to tell the people? Now, you may be thinking, so what? But this would have been a big deal, very embarrassing. It would kind of be like you having a birthday party and running out of cake. But this would have been way worse. When all the wine was gone, Jesus' mother found him and said, Jesus, they have no more wine. Jesus answered, Dear woman, why come to me? My time has not come yet. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you to do. Clearly, Mary knows whatever Jesus says to do is the right thing, and she trusts him. In one of the rooms, six stone water jars were lined up next to one another. Each jar was large. It held about 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus looked at the stone jars, then said to the servants, uh, You can fill the jars with water. Immediately, they filled the jars all the way to the tip top. Then he said to them, Now take some out and give it to the master of the feast. The servants may have wondered what in the world was going on. Clearly, the master would take one sip and spit it out, shocked that it wasn't wine. But they remembered what Mary said, and off they walked to serve the master the water. I imagine beads of sweat building on their foreheads as they anxiously watched him, about to take a sip of what they thought was still water. Oh, yes, thank you. Oh, oh, this is the best wine I've ever had. Oh, bridegroom, oh, come quick. The bridegroom walked over to him, and the master of the feast told him, Oh, now people always serve the best wine first, and then later, after the guests have had quite a bit, they serve the cheap stuff. But you have saved the best wine until now. The servant's eyes grew wide. How could this be? They themselves put water into those jars. They knew it. And yet, it was now wine? Wow! So in Cana of Galilee, Jesus did his first miracle. There he showed his glory, and his followers believed in him. Well, that is it for our story today. But 
Before we go, let's think about what we just heard. Was this Jesus' first miracle? Yes. What did he turn into wine? Water. That's right. When he did this, it says he showed his glory. And his followers did what? I'll give you options. Did they, one, doubt him? Or two, did they believe in him? They believed in him. Jesus wasn't just trying to impress them. He wasn't doing a sort of magic trick. He performed a real miracle in order that they may believe in him. Do you think Jesus could have just spoken the words and the jars would have been instantly filled with water? Yes, of course. Yes. So I think this means something. He shows us he can and will do miracles, but sometimes he still wants us to play a part. In this miracle, Jesus used what they already had, jars, and he had the servants fill them up with water. They took action, obeyed what he said to do. This also required faith because they didn't know how this was going to turn out. What their eyes saw was water in the jars and their brains told them it was impossible to be anything other than that. They could have laughed at his request <laughs> and not done what he said, but they had faith. Just like the people in today's story, Jesus wants you to play a part. Your part may look something like this. God may ask you to pray for others, or maybe you will be used as a good listener to someone who is sad or angry. You never know just how powerful these things can be when God is working in them. And I'll let you in on a little secret. Most days, miraculous things happen. Children are born, the earth still spins. Planets are still hanging in the galaxy. We just see them often, so we don't make a big deal out of it. But it shouldn't make it any less amazing. Now, of course, Jesus could do things without us, but it's special that he asks us to participate. Our story shows that maybe he does this so that we trust him and glorify him more. We end up marveling at how powerful and wonderful he is. We make much of him so that others can see how wonderful our God is. This week, talk with your family about miracles they may have seen or played a part in. Well, that is it for our story today. 
Thank you so much for joining us. And as always, bye for now.